Hello, my friends. I'm Jenny Moss, your host at the Latter-day Ladies Podcast. I am thrilled to welcome you to this new year of 2024. At the Latter-day Ladies, our mission is to discuss the trials and triumphs of life on the covenant path. To kick things off, we're revisiting and updating one of my all-time favorite episodes. But first, I wanted to thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of our community. Your support means the absolute world to me. Here's to a fantastic 2024 filled with joy and growth together. I've recently been noticing a trend, um, people talking about how they didn't want to make New Year's resolutions. I remember hearing one person who said, I feel like I lost trust in myself in the past when I wasn't able to live up to the things that I had planned. And I think that's the perfect way to describe it. We lose trust in ourselves and in our capabilities when we make plans or goals and we're not able to see the kind of progress that we anticipated. I think it's important to understand, though, being inspired to change doesn't always mean that we're going to do everything that we set out to do, but moving the needle even a little bit closer towards our life with God once again is important, and that is significant. Sometimes I can see myself and others feeling guilt that they did not achieve the changes that they were wanting. And I do think that that guilt can often turn into shame, which is dangerous. A few years ago, I came to understand the difference between guilt and shame. Guilt is a feeling or emotion given to us to help us identify certain behaviors that need shaping and changing in our lives. Guilt can often be accompanied with godly sorrow. Guilt helps. Guilt shows us what we need to be doing in the future. Shame is different. Shame is the idea that a person is bad because of a specific weakness, rather than understanding that the behavior or weakness is bad, not the person as a whole. Through shame, Satan can start to take a chokehold on our desire to repent. It is his goal to keep us immobile, so we do not continue our journey toward God. Satan lies to us and says we are unable or unwilling to change because of who we are at our core, and then he tries to lie about our abilities and divine potential. But Satan is a liar, and we do not listen to people who lie for a living. Think about this concept that we learned a few conferences ago by Brother Bradley R. Wilcox. It's all about the divine role of repentance and change in our existence. Quote, Some mistakenly receive the message that repentance and change are unnecessary. God's message is that they are essential. Essential means absolutely necessary or indispensable. The purpose of this life isn't just to get comfortable with zero progression, but instead inspired by the act of changing to become more like Christ. If it is indispensable for us to change, then those feelings of shame aren't necessary for our progression towards eternity. It is much more powerful to motivate ourselves and others through love 
rather than through shame. Brother Wilcox continues, quote, But doesn't God love us despite our shortcomings? Of course. He loves us perfectly. I love my grandchildren, imperfections and all. But that does not mean I don't want them to improve and become all they can become. God loves us as we are, but he also loves us too much to leave us this way. Love equates wanting the very best for those that we love. A year ago when George was learning how to walk, my daughter Meredith would get very stressed and even angry at me when I let go of George's hand to help him learn to balance and walk. I remember her crying one day saying, Mom, I'm so worried that Georgie's going to fall every time you let go of his hands. Don't you love him? Don't you want to keep him safe? I said, Oh, Mare, of course. I love George. And I know that he needs to learn this to be able to walk on his own. I trust that his body is going to learn the different abilities it needs to to support him to walk. I do this, Mary, because I love him. That same trust is given to us as we learn to spiritually, physically, and mentally walk on our own in this life. We fall, and that's part of the process of learning to walk towards Jesus Christ. Brother Wilcox continued, quote, Growing up unto the Lord is what mortality is all about. Change is what Christ's atonement is all about. Not only can Christ resurrect, cleanse, console, and heal us, but through it all, He can transform us to become more like Him. I thought the word unto was significant in the phrase he said about growing up unto the Lord. Unto means something was done or given to someone. So, when we grow up giving our lives Unto the Lord. It's representative of giving all of us our heart, our will. Giving it all to Him is what life is about. So circling back, I wanted to talk about resolutions and change. I know it's vulnerable and even scary to make goals when in the past they may not have performed the way we would have liked. Sister Michelle Craig expounded on a term created by Neil A. Maxwell called divine discontent. She said, quote, Divine discontent comes when we compare what we are to what we have the power to become. Each of us, if we are honest, feels a gap between where and who we are and where and who we want to become. We yearn for greater personal capacity. We have these feelings because we are daughters and sons of God, born with the light of Christ, yet living in a fallen world. These feelings are God-given and create an urgency to act. You are a divine, royal child of God who has the capacity to become just like your heavenly parents. But you and I are in the learning stage. The learning stage is uncomfortable. But... Working on ourselves takes effort, and remember, the Lord loves effort. I believe all goals need three S's, simple, specific, and stacked. Simple is obviously a very clear 
and precise way of making a goal, such as, I want to read Come Follow Me every day. Specific is stating when and where you will be reading Come Follow Me and for what amount of time. And stacked is putting that goal of reading Come Follow Me on top of something you're already doing. So if you were saying, oh yeah, I want to read Come Follow Me every single day, you would stack it on top of something you're doing, like getting up. For me, when the year happened, I decided I wanted to read paper scriptures every single day, not just scriptures off my phone. So I was already making my bed every morning. So on top of that habit, I put my paper scriptures on top of the bed. I didn't even say right after you make the bed, you have to sit down and read your scriptures. I just put my scriptures on top of the bed. And slowly, I started creating the habit of sitting down with those scriptures and reading right after I made the bed. It was a simple, specific, and stacked goal, and I've been able to see myself almost read my paper scriptures every single day since I've made that goal. It's easy for us to overcomplicate or overwhelm our minds with change. So remember, simple, specific, stacked. Also keep in mind that when you are in the game of change, it may and probably will look messy. You will have times where you need to reset yourself, and that is completely fine. Why would the Lord build into our covenants a weekly renewal in the sacrament if he didn't think we would need to utilize it? God creates the days so that we can have renewal every morning. God creates the weeks so that we can have renewal. Do not judge yourself or beat yourself up or sit in shame just because you need help in the daily repentance and restoration that you're seeking. I wanted to end with this incredible quote by Brother Wilcox. He says, So many have been hurt by broken and strained relationships that it is difficult for them to believe in God's compassion and long-suffering. They struggle to see God as He is, a loving Father who meets us in our need and knows how to give good things to them that ask Him. His grace is not just a prize for the worthy. It is the divine assistance He gives that helps us become worthy. It is not just a reward for the righteous. It is the endowment of strength He gives that helps us become righteous. We are not just walking toward God and Christ. We are walking with them. Remember, simple, specific, stacked goals with Jesus Christ. Returning back to Him when you need help and guidance because he wants to be a part of your story. Thanks for joining us this week on the Latter-day Ladies podcast. You can find our Christ-centered artwork on our website, thelatterdayladies.com. Click on the Etsy tab. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please consider sending it to a friend or rating and reviewing our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Remember, you're not alone on the covenant path. We can do this together.